two, one. Welcome, Welcome to, to the, the show. show. God. <laughs> oh my God. If you are still listening, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Do you see what I have to put up with? Welcome to the show. I am Jeff Wiles. And I'm Shauna Christmas. And we got some stories for you. Relatively slow news week. Well, I mean, there's a lot going on. It's just trying to find out what we want to talk about. You know, it's true. Kamala and Biden are finally um on the ticket together, which is fun. That's right. Yes. That's a fun little thing that happened this week that I'm sure everyone's talking about. Um, yeah, good morsels instead of nightmare fuel. Right. Yeah. It's hard to like not talk about the nightmares all the time. You know, you know it was a big week for pussies. Had a huge week. Well. There was a lot of lot of lot of vagina news. Yeah. A lot of things happening. Little Boosie got his uh, Instagram account deactivated for uh, requesting that women show their pussy lips for $1,000. And uh, Instagram was like, you can't do that. <laughs> and so he was, I guess he was on Twitter or Facebook, one of those places where he can still show his face and complain. Right. And he was like, I need my page back. I need my Instagram back. This is how I feed my family. It's like, you feed your family by soliciting prostitution on your Instagram? <laughs> right. Your kids were like, yeah, let's show your pussy lips for my dad's page. My dad would love to see your pussy I'm lips. hungry. Yeah, I'm hungry. Let's give Show away $1,000. <laughs> Show my dad your, yeah. I mean, he's already problematic, but this is just doesn't help him doing that. But I did find it funny that he was complaining about it. It's like, you literally broke the rules, and now you're crying about it. Yeah. Well, not only that, but all these all these wet-ass pussies right. around town nowadays. There's some hoes in this house. <laughs> it's a huge song. It's taking over everything. Yeah. It's a big vagina week. Megan, Megan the Stallion's back. Kamala's in the mix. Yes. She's got a vagina. Yeah. It's a so big I've, vagina week. So I've heard. Yeah. Little Boosie's in trouble for soliciting prostitution. You can't have prostitution without vaginas. Well, you could, depending on if you're a gigolo and it's not as frowned upon as when you're a woman, but I digress. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. They did arrest a gigolo recently, though. What they do to the, him? They arrested him. <laughs> they arrested a gigolo a while back for murder i think he killed a bitch i don't know anyway yeah, all this all this get into <laughs> before we get into the stories our actual stories what we intended on talking about researched things yes we do have a sponsor our first sponsor can you believe it pod wow wow yeah our homie opened a bakery and yeah. uh downstairs in his kitchen went to culinary school and everything yeah i mean these things are top notch yeah we're talking top tier cakes here top tier cakes and and pies Cakes and cheesecakes, yeah, muffins, yep, cupcakes, That's cookies, right. all of it. Yeah, my my brother in in uh, what do you call it? Play cousins, play brothers. You know, you have one of those. He's uh, my brother Jason Smith. He's got a, a nice little bakery going on. He's been making baked goods. Well, he's been baking the things and and delivering them and all this for the longest. He finally got on the Instagram. He launched it as like so all y'all can find it now, not just us eating it in the well, kitchen. Well, not not everybody. Right now, it's local. Right, local to Las Vegas only, because if you send it through the mail, you'll never get it. Yeah, you do get it hand-delivered, which is yes, nice. Yes, he will bring it to your house. If you order by midnight Wednesday, you'll have it by Friday. Can you believe it? you got to go to this Instagram and check out these cakes. What's the Instagram? JRPG Baked Goods LV. That's right. Go to the Instagram, check out the menu, check out the photos. I recommend the pound cake, but that's just me. Um Anything with blueberries, I'm in. His cheesecakes look beautiful. If you're into like food porn and stuff, it's a nice little yes food porn page. 
nice little glazed looking cakes look like somebody just had a good time on one of the cakes and then you just eat it you know and if some of you guys are interested in the cannabis uh, he does have a little market for cannabis cakes if you want to make your grandma shut up for a while <laughs> or your kids right. you know what i mean right dose everybody in the house have yourself a good weekend mm-hmm. so hit up that uh instagram yes. get yourself a sweet treat sweet treat all right um let's get to these stories yeah story number one take it away baby uh there's this 10-day festival in sturgis north dakota where they've had like a motorcycle rally and it's just a festival of concerts and all kinds of stuff. A bunch of like white people going to South Dakota to spread COVID. It's a COVID fest. Um, but they're not wearing masks and they're just kind of like, why would they? Right. Of course not. And it's North Dakota. Like the numbers in North Dakota are already low, but now let's, let's mess it up. The rock and roll will protect you. That's all you need. Right. So, um, the, the biggest thing from this whole debacle, I guess, is that smash mouth was I guess one of the opening or headlining acts of this whole. It's got to be a headlining act. I don't know. They I mean, had you're, a... you're booking Smash Mouth. <laughs> <laughs> they had a lot of good. Not look. I don't want to say good. They had some people there that I remember from when I was in high school, and I liked a lot of. Was that they got Everclear? No, Everclear. How dare you? <laughs> what? I'll be so sad if that was who that was. Um, let's see. They said they had um Smash Mouth. Third Eye Blind. Trapped. Third Eye Blind was not on it. Just listen to me right now. Okay, all right. Smash Mouth, Trapped, Buck Cherry, Drowning Pool, Night Ranger, Reverend Horton Heat, Lit, 38 Special, Quiet Riot, and Big Skillet. Now, when I saw the word Lit, I got <laughs> very upset. Lit. I remember Lit. I was like, please tell me why <laughs> my car is in the front oh, yard no. and I'm Sleeping with my mask off. <laughs> yeah. I came in through the Anyways, I'm, very, I'm so disappointed when I saw Lit. I'm like, Smash Mouth, fine. I can I can do away with Then the Rona Comes. I'm good on them headlining. Can you imagine? <laughs> Dude, that concert, those that, that audience has got to be the funniest dressed audience ever. Well, they're all wearing like leather vests <laughs> with like their Hell's Angels wings on the back. And that's just a like lot. goatees and bald heads and looking like ZZ Top. Man, that's a lot of cargo pockets. In Is that. it cargo pockets for motorcycle people though? Or are they like trying to be badass with like mom jeans? Like high-waisted you thinking St. John's? You thinking it's going to be a bunch of badasses at this guy? No, I just mean like cargo pants. Sounds like maybe like a dad, a responsible dad going fishing, right? As opposed to like a motorcycle dude from Sons of Anarchy trying to be a badass against COVID. I feel like he's at least wearing some denim. <laughs> that, that would at the very least. It would be funniest for somebody to go to this festival without knowing any of the artists. You just like fuck yeah, we're not wearing masks. Sign me up. <laughs> I did see a clip of them. Somebody was on stage. I don't know who the band was, but they were doing a karaoke version of the Fresh Prince of Bel Air, and I was I wanted to shoot everybody in the video because it's like don't go out there and, and mess up that that theme song. Don't do that. That's not. That's that's what white people do. Yeah, I know, but like we don't need to see y'all doing that. That's our hobby. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so weird. We take a lot of pride in it. I'm but, glad. I'm glad Matchbox Twenty wasn't in that. In that. Roster, no, Rob though. Thomas would never. Right. Oh my gosh, that's so the saddest part about like learning that your some of your favorite artists are human, and sometimes they're they're terrible humans. M- most of the time, yeah. 
just like why can't you just be cool yeah most most people are are trash I know, but like, I don't need to know about it. Is what I'm saying. Right. It's it, you. You do shield yourself from like it as soon as if if fan. it ever comes out that like that Bruce Willis is somehow racist, I'm really gonna jump out the window. I just can't handle. I can't handle it. Yeah. Not that I care what Smash Mouth is doing or what Lit has been doing. Like who is? I don't even know who's like the lead singer in Lit. I just know they have that one song that I just sang. So I'm not like that disappointed. But. Yeah, I mean, hey, have fun out there, guys. But lit, uh, can I just say that song? It literally says, "It's no surprise to me, I am my own worst enemy." I mean, really, <laughs> could it be more fitting for this fucking festival? I hope they headline because I hope everybody's open mouth singing that as loud as they possibly can and not realizing that how dumb they are for being there. Wow, <laughs> it's like. Oh god, who would you who would you risk death for to go see in concert? Ooh, that's a good question. I don't know. You got you got. Let me let, let me think <laughs> because I'm I'm already I'm not a big concert guy. Well, that's because you're worried about being shot at concerts. But if you didn't have to worry about being shot at concerts, <laughs> if you could be freely go to a concert and not worry about isn't that funny? I'm like <laughs> no, I used to be scared of getting shot. <laughs> now I'm scared of catching a disease that I'll die. From. <laughs> What the fuck is this country, dude? I mean, I'm I all of the people I want to see live are dead, so you know, I could go to one of those concerts and die, and then get to see the best concert ever <laughs> in heaven. <sighs> Anybody going to concerts? Like they said, Tech Nine had a concert last week in Missouri for like a thousand people. Right. They didn't have masks either. Wasn't he? I saw I saw a video of him like rapping off a rooftop. Yeah, that- he was on the roof and they were all down there catching COVID. So I mean, nice. maybe he's like a secret. He's a sleeper cell. Maybe he's out here trying to balance out the for numbers. The people. Yeah, yeah, he's for our people. Yeah, <laughs> it looks bad, but he's also like, I'm not getting contaminated. You guys, you guys stay down there and kiss each other while I rap along with my whatever the fuck. But putting on a concert right now is like, why? What? I can't. I can't even think of anybody. You can't think of anybody you would be willing to risk your life to go see in concert right now. Nah. You don't want to go see the Chainsmokers. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's when you put when you put Smash Mouth and Lit on the same bill, it's hard to say no. Yes, responsible <laughs> musicians here for your enjoyment, and obviously for their. I mean, they must need the money. Right. And here we are, dumb comedians. You know how many dumbass comics are doing free comedy shows in the park? Like, at least at least get five dollars if you're gonna go out there and do it. These yeah. these artists are out here charging tickets to come inside and catch COVID. Yeah. You know what I mean? At least let's let's all be more like these terrible artists and just charge them a fee and then put them at risk. <laughs> yeah. What's what's in it for me? You know? Kill the people that are willing to die. Yeah, they're 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 there for it, obviously. Yeah, yeah just kill them. Yeah, that whole concert, that whole weekend, I haven't, I think it's still going on. It was 10 days, so I'm not sure when it started, but I do know, like, by on Monday, they were talking about the Smash Mouth concert that must have been either Saturday or Sunday. But, um, damn. Good luck, South Dakota. I mean, and, and hey, if there's an artist that is an obvious one that you would die and go see, let us know. Cause yeah. I'm drawing a blank. Actually, you know what? You know what I would be willing the risk for is to see Cosby do comedy in jail that would i think i would you would go in the jail to go see him do it maybe if i could do it like visitor style from behind plexiglass that would be preferred but that's not a risk though really if i could see him you gotta go in there in the jail sit with the other visitors shoulder to shoulder inside of jail and watch him do it and watch somebody hit him with a bologna sandwich maybe (laughs) 
<laughs> but I, I don't know. Like, I feel like do if any, clean comedy in a fucking federal prison. Anybody that I wanted to go see do com not comedy to a show, I would hope would be more responsible and not do a show. You know what I mean? So it's like exactly the people I want to see are probably like, I'm not doing no fucking concert. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. All right. Let us know who you die to go see. Yeah, if, you, if you're Moving, willing to die to go see somebody. Let us, yeah, chime in, in on our Instagram or mine or whatever. All right, story number two. The very last blockbuster uh, in, in Oregon, Bend, Oregon, is converting, I, I believe for a short time, into an Airbnb. What is? The blockbuster store itself. Oh, I'm thinking like the last Blockbuster film that's coming out. Oh, no, no. So Blockbuster... Blockbuster Video. Blockbuster oh. Video. Yeah, Blockbuster Video. The very last store in the whole country is for a, a time offering you and four of your friends go have a movie night there. Forget this. $4 for a night. What? Isn't that insane? Inside? Blockbuster's got to be hurting bad, dude. First off... <laughs> $4? For you to be the last black I mean, blockbuster, yeah. the last blockbuster, I thought all of them were closed. So it's not like you got to be hurting. You have been hurt. You are the last one. Exactly. Yeah. No, you shouldn't aren't. even be there. When Redbox came out, I thought blockbusters went away. So the fact that there's still one hanging around, you you did the best you could. Yeah, that that store, if I'm not mistaken, um, opened up like a merchandise line and stuff just to like keep going. Merchandise for what? For blockbuster, you can get like blockbuster sweatpants. A blue and. Blue and yellow. But this is what's surprising to me. So this this Airbnb, like I said, you can do f- up to four people in this for four dollars a night. You get unlimited, I mean, movies, obviously, but also snacks and popcorn and stuff. Do you stay the night there? You stay the night there, yeah. So where do you go? Use the employee bathroom? The I, I guess so. Yeah. Do they keep the register locked? Like, what's what's to stop these kids from like stealing stuff? Right. Well, the I think a measure to make sure that it's not just some randos who are looking to like trash the spot. It is, it is only available to the county residents. So you must be a resident of the county to be able to do this. So AKA a whites only blockbuster. Yeah. I mean, is it like sealed off? Like, is it like it's set up like a living room? It's set up like you can go online and see the photos. Yeah. There's like, they have, first of all, it's the bed is a couch that turns into a bed. Oh, a futon. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So you just sleep out there on the futon with, three of your your bestest pals it's so weird because the movie like the rental aisles are all still there the little movie right so you go up and down the aisles and then in the middle there's like a couch that pulls out into a bed where you i think it's just for the i can't imagine sleeping there it just goes to show like we've been talking outside the podcast a lot about the movie industry yeah and uh this is such like a telling sign of like what's going on out there in movie land four dollars so it's like one dollar per person it might be four dollars a head ah but even still wow yeah so blockbuster is four dollars to live there <laughs> for a night amc is charging 15 cents to see a movie right people i mean look we love the movies i would be down to go to the movies if it was like if you could rent out the theater and just have your people in there because you know they would wear a mask the whole time totally but to go to a theater and just trust that people are going to not take their mask off in a dark, a dark theater yeah while they're laughing and whatever the fuck giving bjs i'm not here for it amc you could charge me zero dollars and i would be like no thanks well, I think it's I think it's gonna work. I think it's of a, course, a brilliant strategy. 
I mean, if people are going to see Smash Mouth, right. of course they're going to go see a movie. Disney's holding Mulan hostage, $30, to save this poor girl. <laughs> <laughs> to free her from the clutches of Disney+. Plus. Well, she $30? Could. I forgot what it said you get, but it's like, people are going to well, do it. Well, that's the thing. People, yeah, I, I, people are going to do it. Especially if you have kids. And if it's like a one-time price, $30, to watch movies with five of your goddamn kids at the house, like, that's a steal. It doesn't. It costs more than $30 to take your whole family to the movies. Right. During a matinee. Right. Because here's the other thing, too. Like, if theaters reopen, it's not like movies are in the works. <laughs> like, we halted everything. I mean, there's a handful of movies that are waiting to be released because they don't want to, like, open with poor sales, you know? Right, but, well, uh, but then after that, after all those movies are out, we got, like, a year gap where it's we're not going to have anything. I feel like there's movies that haven't, like, they're still, like, in post-production, which you can do, like, without. Potentially, but there's going to be, I'm telling you, there's going to be a big gap. Are there any movies that you're waiting for to come out? Um, Candyman was supposed to come out in March. Candyman. But other than that, I really don't go to the movies like that. I don't really care to go. Yeah, it's true. Unless it's a Jordan Peele movie when I can make fun of white people dying in some kind of weird fashion. Yeah. Well, other than that, I really don't. I think I go to the movies, like, once a year, normally. Yeah, it's true. You're, you're not a big movie person. No. I, I'm really, uh, I want to see Tenant so bad. It's coming out September 3rd. If you go to AMC and risk it in COVID. I, I want to see it even more since the Chinese government tried to make it, like, illegal, basically. Why? Because it was too long? <laughs> it was too long. And China passed a law saying that movies, if you want into our theaters, they have to be under two hours. Yo, that's not a bad idea. That's movie a great... makers, I'm sorry. Why is every movie more than two hours? That's a great law. I don't want to have to do an intermission on these movies because you can't edit. Like, I don't need to see all the stuff. Just show me the baby, you know? <laughs> what? You know what they say. I don't want to see you do all. Just I don't want to go through the, like the labor. Just show me the baby. Oh, I see. Yes. I don't need you to go. I don't need to see every character being developed. I don't care. You know, two hour movies that that's like that's so hard for me to concentrate that long, especially at my house when I have my phone in my hand. Yeah. I'm not watching this movie for two hours. You know, I don't often go on the record on being pro China's choices. But I got to say, that's a pretty good one. Man, our attention spans are not long enough for shit like that. You can't be doing that to but people. But now I, I also want to go see this movie and do the math on, like, was it worth, you know, was this extra 40 minutes or whatever, however over two, two hours it is, was it, <laughs> was it worth not raking in the China income? You know what I mean? Yeah, because they got way more people than we do. Right. And that's the other thing. That's why movies, you know, movies like Dr. Doolittle, where we're like, what the fuck is this, are like grossing bajillions of dollars in china <laughs> you know what i mean but also the james bond movie that's the one that's the big one for me mm. that's the main one i wanted to see this new bond movie so bad it yeah. looks so sick i was so excited for the trailer i'm sure they'll open in korea and then we'll get some kind of you know yeah, but that's not gonna be good if you watch it at home bootleg you might as well just have them release it on disney plus and pay 30 dollars. it's true at least it's better quality yeah yeah it's true i mean i don't know look hey Movies, I, I, everybody's rushing, like everything else, everybody's rushing to open the theaters. And it's like, for what, dude? I don't want to, I'm not. You better make them sign them waivers when they come in. Right. Because somebody going to catch it in there. And these, then, these theaters that are opening, it's already a desperation move. So all it takes is one little accident. They're people fucked. trying to get, get the economy going, but it ain't going. that's not how it works. People ain't got no jobs, so they can't afford to go to damn movies. Yeah. All right. Well. Story number three. Number three. Um, I just wanted to briefly talk about Mitch McConnell since 
Congress is not in session until Labor Day because the Senate decided not to vote on anything. Um, I remember saying on a previous episode of this podcast that Kentuckians need to start showing up at Mitch McConnell's house to protest because he is the Grim Reaper, self-proclaimed Grim Reaper. He doesn't pass any legislation. He sucks. And y'all should go to his house and tell that bitch to come outside. And they're starting to do that. There's a story I read that they showed up at his house last week. Not his house, at his office. Now, see, we're getting there, guys. You went to his office, but this nigga don't work. The problem okay? is. Okay? He's not in there, okay? <laughs> yeah. You got to go to his house. You you out here screaming in front of an empty building. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's the, the office is closed due to COVID like everything else. He's not in there doing no work, okay? No, they're screaming at a Roomba. Yeah, you're screaming, right? You're <laughs> screaming at an empty room right now. You got to go to his house, okay? Mr. Connell, find his house and show up and scream at his house. But they did have some creative signs that said, Mitch better have my money. Yes. Which I, wow, you guys, I'm here for the fun signs. Totally. And if you guys know what Mitch McConnell looks like, I'm sure you most, all of you do. He's so ugly. He always looks like he just heard a noise. <laughs> like His <laughs> face looks like he just heard something. Gravity is really doing <laughs> a number on his shit. He always dude. sounds like somebody dropped something behind him. He's just kind of like, you know, Oof. peeking around like, what is that? Well, I feel like if the protests get too big, though, it will actually force him to not come outside, which is not what we want. So, like, find a way to kind of temper it where, like, it's you're out there screaming and you give him a break to see if he'll come out. But if he doesn't come out, go back in there. You know what I mean? But I think it's it's important that people are figuring out that legislative legislation happens with the people that run your state. Mm-hmm. And if they're not doing what they have to do, then you got to take their problems to their front door. And there's also this big debate about the extra $600 that people are not getting. And everybody keeps talking about how people are making more money not to work. And then somebody who who's a business owner in Kentucky was like, I understand that argument, but I, I was, I'm making less money now with that $600. I'm unemployed. I'm an, I'm an engineer and I haven't worked. So this money isn't actually keeping me, giving me more money. It's giving me less than what I was making. So what about people like me? And I was like, I didn't even think about that. It's true. You know what I mean? Like people that had actual jobs, people that were making more money to go to work and now they're getting this unemployment that's not enough to keep them, you know, in their homes still. Yeah. So it's one thing to be like to try to shame the people that didn't make $15 an hour, which is what that amounted to. But what about the people that are making 30 or 40 an hour? That's not enough for them to maintain. It, 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 my theory on that is like when you when you buy a big purse, you're you you, you want to put things inside of the purse. Right. Totally. Yeah. If you make it. a Yeah. If you have a lot of if you have a high paying job then you buy things because you can supplement it with what your income is. And when you take that away, it's like, I don't have enough money for Hulu. <laughs> I used to have Hulu money. Right. Now I, that's an expense I can't afford. I got I need that $6. So uh, I think people in Kentucky, especially one of the reddest states, one of the poorest states, one of the dumbest states, they take more money from like the government than anybody else does. Those people should be showing up at his house and letting him know that we're not going to stand for it. And so right. bravo to you guys in Kentucky. Keep being out there. Keep coming up with creative signs. And uh, find Mitch McConnell. And I don't know. I feel like he's really good at hiding. Which is so crazy because he looks. Like a turtle. Right. So maybe, yeah, he's got. He gets in the shell. He's and got you a psychic shell. Yeah. Man. But he's a millionaire because he's been in office since 1984. Right. And Kentuckians are so dumb. They keep voting for him. And I hope now that people are realizing 
you got to get him out of here. Right. I mean, McGrath's not the best choice, but this this is this is the election of it's not the best choice, but right. <laughs> this is this is the one. But here's the thing too. As but a, we're as in a, a real tough spot. As right a black now. person who's been voting since the year 2000, my first election was a recount. By the way, so I, I'm not here to be like every election. It's always great. It's never been a great choice for black people any election. Okay, we're always compromising. So for anybody complaining about I don't like their policies, like do you prefer? Mitch McConnell to keep fucking up the Senate and putting in judges that are terrible or right. I mean the alternative Don't worry, I'm sure this new person will find a way to be terrible too. Right. But uh, I think she'll give us a grace period right. before yeah. the system turns around. You guys got to get over this where they don't they don't have the same ideas that I have. If you have better ideas, you go run for office. But until then, get in line, dude, okay? So, show up to Mitch McConnell's house and tell that bitch to cash you outside and then Let's see what happens. You yeah, know, yeah. but yeah, prou- I'm proud of them for doing that because they're getting it. And it's like uh, protesting the president. He can't see you over that wall. He just built around the White House and he don't care. Right. And Mitch doesn't either. But Mitch has to go home. He doesn't live in Washington, D.C. He lives in Kentucky. So you find his address. Right. And you sit out there. A public servant. Find a naked white lady to sit out there and show her puss or whatever that they do when they protest stuff. No, that's more of a Portland move. Well, I just mean there's always a white lady who's probably willing to do it. You know what? That's not a bad point. <laughs> They were burning bras back in the 60s. You know, there were some liberated white ladies. It's not all red, you know. Louisville's probably pretty good. Yeah. Pretty decent town. But um, that was just my my one little story about McConnell that I thought was really good, that people are finally realizing now the government is running so poorly that people understand how it works. And right. Like, Wait a minute. The president doesn't control all this. There's people in my city and state that fuck this up, too. And I'm finna go to his house because now I ain't got nothing to do because I'm unemployed. I got plenty of time. And and he is literally the reason why you don't have money right yep. now. He's the one holding everything. He's the one. We should all go to his house. I mean, I would. Yeah. Anyway, good job. Keep it up. Good job, guys. <laughs> Mitch better have your money. Mitch better have our all our monies. That's right. Story number four. The NBA is through with their bubble games. Bubble rap. They're bu- the bubble rappers are done playing their basketball. <laughs> um, kind of. They still have the playoffs are beginning, which is the stories. So it's it's we've made it to the playoffs. So can you explain really quickly that this bubble season is just a continuation of the season that got canceled in March, right? It is. That's correct. why it's the playoffs now, as opposed to a new season starting in the fall like it would be. Correct. Yeah, okay. I, I realize that not all the listeners are sports people or whatever, but. Um, the teams that were in the race for the playoffs before uh, COVID hit, they selected 22 teams to have eight additional games, and those games will determine who makes it into the playoffs. Right. And so we have successfully gotten through those eight games without issue, which is the big, which is the story that I'm bringing to the table because I am very surprised by this. Why are you surprised? Because I thought this bubble thing was a bad idea. Why did you think it was a bad idea? Because I didn't think that they had I didn't I didn't think that people knew how to do it successfully. I was not um confident in people's ability to not catch corona. I was not confident in young millionaires ability to not spread coronavirus. Well, you failed to mention that the NBA followed what the doctors told them to do, which is isolate and test every day. Hence the bubble mentality. Everyone right. goes into the same place, tests every day. Young Nobody's millionaires leaving. can't go anywhere to cause trouble or catch covid. 
It's because true. they're in the bubble. They're not allowed out of the bubble. Very true. And if they come, if they do leave the bubble and come back, they have to quarantine for 10 days. Right. And they're still being tested all the time to see if they, so that's how it works. They actually follow the medical professionals guidelines. Pretty amazing stuff. Wow. Pretty amazing story. <laughs> Somebody did it. If you do what they actually tell you, it works. It works. That's probably the prime example of how it works well. And only one player went to the strip club that we know of. Only one. Which is like amazing <laughs> for basketball. I never thought I would hear something like that. Keep them in a bubble. It's really hard to do that. I for sure thought that somebody would have been snuck in. And also they went to, they were in Orlando. Another reason why I was like, this is a bad idea. But no one's going to Orlando for the strip clubs. Just saying. Right, right. Well, usually uh, they don't go for basketball either. Right. Oh. But the teams have made it and the playoffs are starting. uh, Where The playoffs start Monday. Nice. Right, and we don't have to get into nitty-gritty because I understand that a lot of people aren't basketball people. I just wanted to say we I can't believe that the play, we have gotten to the playoffs without issue. So we have 343 players tested daily. Every day. And zero results came back, or zero Positives. positive results came back, right. um, which is amazing to me I, and, and kind of inspiring knowing that we could do this. We if only we had have, a leader. We can have sports. If only we could follow our own CDC guidelines like, I don't know, Vietnam did. They have nice numbers also. Right. So, <sighs> yeah, it is it is cool to see. I'm glad the NBA is doing their thing. You know, I'm, I, it is, I don't know, morally uh, gray area that they're using this amount of high-level testing for NBA players in the state that has, like, record number deaths and stuff. So I struggle with that a little bit, but it's – cool that we can do it we have the capability right i was worried about it being in florida but then it's kind of like if you're in the bubble and nobody's able to come in or out and if they do come in and out they get tested then it it definitely makes sense that it worked and i I think it would have worked anywhere else too honestly now that i see that it did work because what better example of it working than in florida which is on fucking fire every day it is it is like a to see that contrast in the middle of disneyland which is why I wanted to highlight it because it's just like yeah. I never never in a million years would have thought they would have pulled it off. I thought it was such a bad idea. Yeah. But I'm glad to see that it worked out. And there was even some cool narratives in there. Yeah. The Phoenix Suns were undefeated. In the bubble, yeah. Undefeated in the bubble. First when was the time last winning time? eight games in a row since 2010, they said. <laughs> yeah. And in a true Phoenix Suns fashion, they set a record in this eight-game sprint to the playoffs. It's the first team since like the 70s that won the final eight games in a row. And didn't make it into the playoffs. Yeah, if you only win, the, if you win the last eight games in a row out of like an eighty-two game season, and your record's still like, yeah, it's the it, streak isn't good if the rest of the season's bad. But uh, I mean, hey, when did you? When was the last time you heard the Phoenix Suns in any kind of news? So that's exciting. Um, Nelly Furtado mentioned Steve Nash in her song "Promiscuous" that came out in two thousand four, I believe. Okay, thank you, Siri. <laughs> <laughs> well, He's Canadian. Okay, Google. Wow. All right. <laughs> I don't know if that's an actual year, but I do know she mentioned his name, which is the last thing of Phoenix that I've ever heard of. Right, exactly. The I mean, last reference I've heard Drake of. Drake has a couple Devin Booker references in his songs. I don't but know him. Who, yeah, who cares about Drake? I don't know who that Devin person is. He's the point guard for the team. Anyways. All right. So for those who care. The bubble worked. The NBA bubble worked. For those who care, I'm going to do a quick playoff prediction. And here's the kicker. Here's why I wanted to bring this up, because I think that Portland, should they beat Memphis tomorrow, is going to come in off such momentum that they would be able to chip a game or two away from the Lakers. 
which would be exciting because if anyone could beat if anyone is capable of an upset in round one it's this portland team versus this lakers team and i think that would be a pretty insane upset you know i don't don't know if i would put money on it per se because you can never bet against lebron right but that's an interesting one to look out for who's gonna win to take the cake to take everything clippers all day and that's it (laughs) something to look out for (laughs) sports sports they're important the nba did it the distraction it worked we're distracted i'm distracted i'm (laughs) i escaped (laughs) he escaped the real world i escaped to care about playoff predictions (laughs) man it worked good for you wow we really got there (laughs) yeah all right and now on to the final loser of the week he's a loser he's a straight up loser you might have heard of him his name is ben shapiro and if you haven't heard of him, he's like some right-wing YouTube celebrity. He's a, he's a right-wing personality. He's just like a white man who's like famous for being contrarian to things that are good for people. Right. And his voice is very ro- robotic and dumb. But um, uh, as Jeff mentioned earlier in the pod about um, WAP, what-ass pussy song that took over the whole week, uh, Ben Shapiro took it upon himself to read the lyrics to his <laughs> millions of followers. <laughs> And he read it in a way that was so, so sad. There's some whores in there's, this house. There's some whores in this house. There's some whores, there's some in, whores this in this house. <laughs> whores in this house. Whores in this house. And he, so funny. And then he said, you gotta, you gotta do wet ass P word. Excuse me? <laughs> Excuse me, sir? He said wet ass P word. He was so upset. He was like, this is not, this is what the feminism movement is all about. And this is what they wanted to put their message out in the world is to talk about their wet ass pussy. And if you need a mop for your pussy, there's probably something wrong with you. And just just a complete misunderstanding of how the female body works or genitalia in general. Um, <laughs> so everybody was dragging him. Rightfully. Yeah. I mean, rightfully like, so. He's, he's so easily draggable, too. <laughs> you know he's, what I mean? Like, he's such an easy. He's so terrible in how he talks and what he gets mad about. Right. He said his his wife is a doctor and she told him that if you have a very wet pussy, it's probably because you have a yeast infection. <laughs> that's that's just that's her explaining why hers is never wet. <laughs> right. <laughs> He's like, why is it bad? She's like, it's very bad. Don't worry. <laughs> you have a condition that makes your pussy very wet. And everybody who's ever had a yeast infection knows your pussy is the opposite of wet when you have a yeast infection. <laughs> so I'm not sure what kind of doctor your wife is, but she's probably not a gynecologist and you've probably never pleased her in your entire life. <laughs> so Ben Shapiro's like wet ass put that's this song is non consensual edging. <laughs> He's the way he got dragged. I mean, it, it, he got dragged so bad for first time he read the lyrics and was so disgusted by it that he had to come back later and be like, no, but my wife who's a doctor said, and then everybody was like, did you just own yourself? You just self-owned. First yeah. off, you don't know anything about pussy. And also your wife, you've never pleased your wife before that you think her dry snatch with yeast and cheese hanging out of it is the standard? Oh, boy. How can you go against such a obvious banger, too? I mean, yes, the song is great. And <laughs> who cares about the lyrics, to be honest? Like, I grew up, in, I went to college in the year 2000 in Florida where Trina was out here giving very good advice about charging 20 g's for somebody to to have sex with you which is one semester of college so i don't know sometimes yeah 
it's not a bad idea to listen there's to some the, advice and that's on that's pretty sound yeah it's very good stuff use your pussy for good ask for a car while you're riding on top of him you right. know he'll say yeah because he's a fucking dummy but not ben shapiro he's very offended by it right he doesn't he's never had a wet pussy and he's never had a black woman's pussy because he would never speak like that ever again <laughs> if there's was, some whores in this house whores in this house there's some whores in this house. wet as p word <laughs> if you find the video please you, you owe it to yourself do, you owe it start your weekend off right by just and look at all the remixes that have since come out since that happened yeah, there are so there many they have superimposed him in the video dressed as <laughs> uh, dressed as kylie they have him you know on beat rapping i mean it's great but he's terrible and you know what his group of incels i hope you guys find little boosie and how you guys can find some bitches on instagram to show you their pussy for a thousand dollars because you guys need to be you guys need to learn I mean, I've been saying, are supposed to be wet. I've been saying this for years. Prostitution needs to be legalized. Yes. Do it the ab- bit. It absolutely, <laughs> it absolutely has mm-hmm. to. There's not enough time in the pod. All right. But, uh, yeah, another ben wild Shapiro week. Ben Shapiro is a loser of the week, and so is his wife, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that poor girl. Poor girls never Man. came in her entire life. Yeah. And she's got a very dry vagina. Yeah, so that's that's the show. Those are the stories. Thanks for listening, you guys. Thanks for listening. And another shout-out to our sponsor for this episode, JRPG Baked Goods LV. That's right. Hit them up on the Instagram. Oh, wait, I have the email, too, if you don't have Instagram, just in case you're, like, an older person who likes the podcast. That's I, true. I was your therapist at work once, and now you, that's you found true. yourself we do, listening. We do have a... <laughs> multi-generational audience that's to right. look out for you can um email him at jrpgbakerylv at gmail.com but please go to the page look at all the good treats and get you something and if you win money off my portland bet just give me a shout ain't out ain't nobody betting on no ain't nobody got money to bet all right we broke that's right. <laughs> there's some pores in this house there's some pores in this house uh, there are some pores oh my god get off bye all right goodbye <laughs>